welcome to the Valentine's special of the Syndemic Nerds podcast. Um, we've got Tom with us again today, who was with us previously for the Halloween special. Say hey, Tom. Hi, everybody. How you doing? And I'm also joined once again by Lewis as well. Hey, Tom. Bellum. And yeah, you um, say hey, Tom. <laughs> so we are. We're just going to run through a couple of rom-coms each and i think to kick it off we'll hey, why are we doing rom guess i already said it's a valentine special you're not bad oh did you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so like um, listeners would be like what what why are they doing rom-coms <laughs> wow seeing as it's coming out on valentine's day i think they put two and two together anyway but um <laughs> tom do you want to kick us off with one of your first choices yes i'll kick off with one of my first choices do you know how hard it was to pick just two out of all the rom-coms there are in the world um but i think the one that i'm going to choose first is a film that i seen ages ago um over like 10 years ago and i fell in love with it which is hitch dj um generally i have a firm no dancing policy but if she asks you cannot say no dancing is the one thing i'm not worried about but if there are people there and I'm they sorry, get uh, stand and I... I hate to be a stickler, but in, I, I need to be thorough. And, um, show me what you mean by you're not worried about it. Don't ever do that again. Cool. Ah, so, well, yeah. That was such a weak response. Yeah. You, so, you talk that film up and then just like, pitch. <laughs> so uh, what is it about Hitch you like then, Tom? Do you know what? I just... I love Hitch because I think, you know, it was, you know, I saw it ages ago, back when I was in school, I think. And, you know, I had, at the time I had the, eh, probably still do, had the biggest crush on Ava Mendez. I first saw her in Too Fast, Too Furious. And you guys know how much I love Fast and Furious. I'd seen her in Training Day as well. And then when she was the lead in Hitch and opposite Will Smith as well, who I really love, it was like my two favorite I guess, you know, actor and actresses together in a rom-com. And again, you know, I love romantic comedies. I live my life like a hopeless romantic. I wish I was in a rom-com. And I don't know, I just, I like the whole plot of Hitch that Will Smith was the date doctor and he was helping people fall in love. And I just thought the whole cast have really great chemistry from, you know, Eva Mendes to Will Smith to Kevin James. Um, and it just combines that really nice combination of you know romance and funny hilarious moments too i mean what do you guys think about it um so i have seen hitch i've only seen it the once actually even though you you've mentioned it on many occasions i've still I've not mentioned exactly it. it must have been a good 15 years ago that i saw it um and yeah i liked it because i've got it on dvd and i kept it so i must have liked it and again, Will Smith, um, big fan. I know maybe not everyone's cup of tea, but I I really enjoy Will Smith. I know he's done a couple of dodge films along the way, but who hasn't? Um, Eva Mendes as well. Yeah, she's she's not really in, like in loads now, is she? She pop, sort of pops up here and there, but I thought they worked well together. So it's on I, my list you know, of rewatch. Yeah, and I think you know, it, I, I, again, I suppose it was 
different for when it came out. You know, you don't tend to get many movies where the two leads are of different races, I guess. You know, you had a black leading man and a mm. Latina leading actress. You know, usually yeah. you don't get that combination of two ethnic people as, as the leading stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Um, that's very relevant to now, really. So I haven't thought about it like that. So yeah, good point there, Tom. Um, Lewis, what do you think of Hitch? Um, I'll be honest. I watched this quite recently, and yeah, it's a, it's an alright rom com. Because I think the one that I'm going to talk about, I won't spoil it just yet. It's probably the most modern rom com of our time. But when Hitch was released, that seemed to be a very modern film for for its time and it kind of resolved like it was kind of like highlighted all the issues with dating then if that yeah sense. i suppose you know it was very self-aware i guess you know yeah it definitely was, it was sort of you know when mm. will smith is being the date doctor and he's trying to give advice and tips on how to win over yeah love and you know i i guess it's one of those things we can all relate to that we've all tried to big ourselves up to impress somebody when at the at the core of it is really just being yourself isn't it that's that's the real message at the end of the film and you know it doesn't it doesn't explore any new territory it's the standard by the numbers rom-com but um it was just a kind of nice and different way of telling the story yeah yeah i think it's a really good date film i think like because it's if i remember rightly it's not a 15 it's just hit a 12 so it's like it is a very good like kind of first date film, you know. Whenever you want to start dating, it is kind of your go-to film to, you know, watch with your girlfriend or your partner. Yeah, and I only watched it recently because I thought, did you see Aladdin, Tom? I did. Yes. I thought Will Smith just basically switched, you know, the character from Hitch um, to the genie. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I can. I can see that. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I, it kind of reminds me of Hitch. I haven't seen Hitch for ages. Yeah. I'm going to watch Hitch. Uh, but yeah, it's a really solid rom-com. It, yeah, I, I love it. And it has one of my favorite lines in there, which is, and it's very cheesy, but it is, life is not about the amount of breaths you take. It's about the moments that take your breath away. Wow. And I remember. <laughs> Excuse me while I throw up my dinner. What? <laughs> I used, to, I, used to, I used to post that everywhere on my Facebook. I used to... What? <laughs> what with yeah, clouds but... in the background? Yeah, I, I liked that quote. I thought it was really Nowadays, nice it'd be like a minion holding a flower with that, like, written above it. Exactly, that's right. <laughs> and, uh... But if that's what you like, I'm only doing Yeah, no, I'm, you guys know me. You know, I, I just... Yeah, it was a good, it was a good movie. And uh, it was the... First film of Paula Patton, too. Do you remember? Did you remember no, her yes. in the movie? Who's yes. Paula? <laughs> she's she's in um, Mission Impossible: uh, Ghost Protocol, I believe. Is that one that she's in? Is that right, Tom? That's right. Yeah. yeah. She Paula was in... Pat- yes, Paula Patton. She was married to Robin Thicke. I also um, read no that Jennifer Lopez actually turned down the role of. Uh, even Mendez's character in this film. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I heard that. Yeah. So you'd have, you'd have loved even more, wouldn't you, if uh, if she'd have been in it? No, to be fair, I thought I thought even Mendez <laughs> played it really well. 
you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Eva Mendes anyways. So, I th- I th- and I think her and Will Smith had really good chemistry in this Yeah, film. yeah, definitely. Um, I was just looking at Hit John uh, IMDb. It's got 6.6 and a 58 on Metacritic. When you think about it like that, rom-coms mm. normally wouldn't have that higher rating. So, I think that's quite a decent rating for the genre. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it I think it opened at number one at the box office. Yeah, I mean, he's a box office drawer, isn't he, Will Smith? So that yeah. doesn't surprise me. Cheers for that one, Tom. Moving on then, Lewis, do you want to hit us with one of yours, mate? Um, Yeah, I'm trying to pick which one to go first. But I'd, I go, think I'd, I'd go like... with the uh, earlier one if I was you, but you're not going to, no, are you? You're going to go with the later go, one. No, I'm not, because I'm going to segue, because obviously Eva Mendes was in Hitch, and Tom, you know, Tom loves her. Um, but... If I'm rightly saying, isn't she married to Ryan Gosling? She is married to Ryan Gosling. They got children together. Yeah. So my film, one of my films is... You're adorable. No. I am sexy. I am R-rated sexy. Mm -hmm. Okay, I know what happens in the PG-13 version of tonight, all right? I know. It's that I I get really drunk, and I pass out, and you cover me with a blanket, and you kiss me on the cheek, and nothing happens. But that's not why I'm here. Crazy Stupid Love, starring Ryan Gosling. How is that for a segue? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Crazy Stupid Love is... When you were talking about Hitch, I was like, actually, Ryan Gosling's character is very similar to Hitch, but it's very, very modern to the, to the point where it only came out a few years ago, but it's still probably relevant today. And it all involves, you know, lots of characters in specific kind of love stories but the film is so funny but not ha-ha funny do you know what I mean it's more kind of like a drama romantic comedy um I think all the cast is brilliant you've got Steve Carell Ryan Gosling Julianne Moore uh, Emma Stone you know there's so many like kind of Oscar winners in that film and the, the story it's just so kind of on the ball with all these interined characters uh, to the point where have we all seen it? You both? Yes. Seen it? I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't. So I'm trying to be very hesitant to the story because one of the best bits in that film is the ending or the penultimate kind of bit before the ending. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Is it in a garden? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then I know what you're on about. If I just said to you, David Lindhagen, <laughs> <laughs> you know, who, who's played brilliantly by Kevin Bacon. But yeah, this film is just so, you know, it's one of those films where I wasn't even like planning on watching it. You know, I'm not a massive fan of rom-coms. You know, we, before this, before we press record, we were talking about all like, you know, these different rom-coms. And I was like, not seen them, not seen them, not seen them. Um, but my sister had this like just on the telly when I was living with my parents and I was just you know doing something probably on the computer but I had it kind of I could I was kind of watching it in the same point and then I just remember thinking oh I actually quite like the look of it and I rented it like the next day and I'm very pleased I did and yeah it's it's probably one of my favorite favorite romantic comedy you know movies out there um yeah I mean, who wants to go first? I mean, let's talk about it. Tom? 
Um, yeah, so I'll go through. I yeah, I enjoy Crazy Stupid Love. I have only seen it maybe once, I think, maybe twice, mm. and it was a year, a few years ago. So I can't remember all the details. But promise you watch it again. Soon. Oh yeah, do you know what? For it's me? actually piqued my <laughs> it's piqued my interest again to watch it again because uh, yeah, I do remember enjoying it when it came out, and I think you know all mm. the different stories. They do, you know, they're kind of cute stories, you know. And I think this was the movie that kind of put Ryan Gosling on the map. I just remember all of those memes. You know, is it him and Emma yeah. Stone and he takes off his shirt? Um, yeah, yeah. I just remember yeah. them popping up everywhere yeah. on social media. And that's because of this movie. So I think, yeah, I'm going to definitely give it a watch again. Um, yeah. I vaguely remember that garden scene that you're talking about. So I think, yeah, I'm going to have to watch it again. And it's so brilliant. The garden scene is just so, like, I wish I could talk about it more, but it will just, ruin the film for people who haven't seen it yeah so yeah i i remember enjoying it um and again you know it's it's not you know a lot of these rom-coms they're very by the book they kind of follow the same formula mm. um mm. but this one did it did it well i'm glad that you liked it the many moons ago when you did see it so yeah give it another watch it is a, it's a really good film i'm pretty sure it's written by someone related to Ellen DeGeneres, I think. Fucking hell. I okay. think so. And he, he also wrote, have you, any of you seen the, I know I'm going off on a tangent, but the TV show This Is Us. I've heard of it. Yeah, uh, I've not seen it though. Apparently it's a really good like drama, but just, you know, it's on Amazon Prime and he's uh, the writer of Crazy Stupid Love uh, wrote that. So you can see that it's kind of that dramedy, but without the romantic okay. element, I suppose. But yeah, oh, sorry, go on, Rich. What, what did you think of it? I um I'm gonna echo quite a lot of what Tom said there. Um mm. I've only seen it once, uh probably not long after it came out. I think I rented it on like Sky Movies mm. or something like that. Because I missed it at yeah. cinema. Because I, I did quite want to see it at the cinema when it came out, to be honest. Um yeah. yeah, it's a great cast. Um again, that scene that you've mentioned is the big one that sticks out for me, and I was like proper like you know and you're laughing so much your belly hurts yeah um yeah. i was like that with it i thought it was just and i think it was seeing like those actors in that scene as well you wouldn't expect that do you know what i mean yeah yeah so like, that made it you, all the more funny for me yeah just yourself just speaking about it just kind of suddenly triggered in my brain that it's kind of like a middle-aged american pie do you know what i mean yeah i i, I think that's a that's it's, a good shout yeah, because it's just mean, I know where you're there's from. elements that yeah. are rude, there's elements of comedy, but it just doesn't go over the top to be like, oh, this is a teen comedy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it is a yeah. And, but you um, just talking about it just yeah prompted that. Yeah, um, something different. Uh, it's like refreshing for the genre. Um, mm. And again, it's been it's probably getting on to 10 years ago i watched it so i'll definitely do another watch of that as well so i better add that onto the list with hitch 10 years ago when did it come out um 2011 apparently bloody hell yeah, it really doesn't feel like it yeah i know it all blends into one nowadays doesn't it especially with the uh, yeah. uh, current situation yeah and i think i think it's one of those films now that now that i know it's bloody 10 years it kind of still holds up today yeah, like, um, still I mean, got, like I said, know, I've, I've not watched it yeah. recently, but I, I can imagine from when I watched it, I can see how it would hold up, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've got a little fun fact uh, I found out about this one, which I didn't know. Um, I don't know if you guys knew, but 
apparently Kevin Bacon and Ryan Gosling are actually distant cousins. I didn't know that. Uh, I did not know yeah. that either. Yeah, apparently, yeah. So have you have you guys you heard about new. um the, I think it's called the third degree of Kevin Bacon or something like that? Have you heard about this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, uh, I've it's heard so that. good. I think you can actually type it in on Google, like Kevin Bacon, third degree, and then any other actor, and Google actually tells you, like, basically, Tom, did you say you know not heard of it? I have heard of it, yeah. Is oh, you have heard of it, yeah. Oh, shit. yeah. Sorry, I tripped over the cat. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> isn't it the, it's the, isn't it like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon or something That's like that? That's it. Yeah. 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 And it's so, it's just, it's just really funny. It's, a, just, it's, 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 it's quite a fun game. Um, mm. And if you you can try and do it like over like all the different actors and like it's amazing how you can link yeah. people up. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, also, uh, finally on Crazy Stupid Love, and we were talking about like how they were rated and stuff. Um, mm. It's seven point oh, yeah. four on IMDb. That's pretty um, high. Yeah, and a sixty eight on Metacritic as well. So that's really high for a rom com. A uh, rom com, mm. yeah. Very good. I'll take yeah. that win. Yeah, I still play. think I've got the. I still think that possibly my second pick is the highest rated. Maybe we shall see. Yeah. Um. Right. On to me. Um. Do you know? As we finish with the ratings, I'm gonna. I'm uh, gonna start with the ratings on this one. Um. So oh. my first pick is um. It's well, technically it's a Christmas film, but it is a rom com. Japanese ambassador to four o'clock tomorrow. Um, and that's Love Actually. It's got 7.6 on IMDb and mm. it's got a little bit, well, quite a bit lower, 55 on Metacritic. So mm. it's a fan favourite looking at that, although I know there's some people that aren't fans of it and we'll get on to that. Um, it came out in 2003, believe it or not. So it's nearly 20 years old now. Um, I think for me, firstly, the cast and it's just insane. Like you've got, I mean, I dread to think what the wage bill on this one was. Um, you've got Bill Nye, Colin Firth, Liam Neeson, Emma Thompson, uh, Chris Marshall, Martin Freeman, Andrew Lincoln's in it, a, a young Andrew Lincoln before he was really famous, Kira Knightley. So that's just to name a few, a few big actors of that time and a few sort of you know, uh, Kira Knightley had only really been in sort of Pirates of the Caribbean, hadn't she, at that point? So she wasn't yeah. massive. She was sort of getting there. Um, and it was the start of that sort of rom-com where you had a lot of different stories going on in the build-up to Christmas and how people interlinked. So that was quite clever. And I know a lot of other rom-coms have followed suit. Um, like, I think Valentine's Day is one of them, isn't it? And then they did that mm. New Year's Eve one. So they've kind of exhausted it a bit now. But yeah, this was the first one of, that followed that sort of formula. And again, I think to compare it to Crazy Stupid Love, it was something different to the genre at mm. the time. Um, it's a Richard Curtis. So, it, you know, you can tell that from uh, the way the story is. 
there's some very cheesy moments in it. It's quite soppy and lovey-dovey in bits. Um, there's some sad moments in it as well. It deals with like grief as well. Um, mm. it's, so it's got something for everyone, really. It even deals with like love as a friendship too. And I quite like that touch with um, mm. Bill Nye's character and his manager. So that's quite clever. Um, but yeah, it's one I watch every Christmas, uh, to be honest, like early doors. And um, like I said, it's funny in places. Um, I could appreciate it not being everyone's cup of tea. And I know, well, you'll get onto it about it being overrated. But um, for me, it's just, like I said, it's a staple for our Christmas. And that's why it's become a classic for me. Tom, do you want to sort of like give us a few details on your thoughts on this one? <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, I don't know whether it's because I've seen it so many times, because like you said, Rich, it's one of those films that you watch every Christmas. It's a Christmas classic. I don't know whether it comes from that, where I personally feel that it is overrated. Um you know, I, I, I mean, I've not watched it for a few years now because I don't know. I, there's just something about it which I just find, you know, everybody, you know, hypes it up to be one of the best Christmas movies and one of the best rom-coms. And I don't see it personally in my eyes. What I will say is I do like the sort of different storylines intertwining with each other. I like I like those type of movies. So I do like yeah. Love Actually for that. And I do you know, I I do like Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve. I like that sort of, uh, you know, he's just not that into you. Those different types of stories and they all come together. I love that aspect of it. And I do like the cast in this film. You know, there's some really great British actors and actresses in this movie. Um, but there's just something about it which doesn't make me want to keep watching it every every Christmas or all the time. When I think of a rom-com, it's not the first thing I go go to and maybe that's because it is a christmas movie as well you know when i think of a rom-com i don't tend to think of love actually um for me i suppose the the idea of a rom-com like lewis said earlier is like a date night movie if i you know if i was having a date night i wouldn't say let's watch love actually in the middle of summer probably yeah, weak, that, weak excuses for not liking it um I, uh, that, to be honest mate i think although i i like it obviously um so i I appreciate everyone's opinion. Like, I could have a film I absolutely love, and if someone doesn't like it, I'm, I'll hear them out on why they don't like it. And I can see what you mean. Like, when you think of rom coms, and to be honest, like, yeah, when we first talked about doing this as a subject, love actually wasn't on the tip of my tongue because I think of it as a Christmas film before a rom com. Yeah. And then after a while, I went through and thought, oh, yeah, but like Love Actually is a rom-com and it is one of my favourites. So although it's more of a Christmas film, I'm still going to I'm still gonna talk a little bit about it. Maybe if I saw it, because I've, am I right in saying the first time you saw it wasn't too long ago, like a few years ago? Uh, I mean, yeah, it was a few years ago. And then I watched it sort of every Christmas up until maybe like two years ago. Um, oh, right. Okay. And, I, and I stopped. Yeah, because um, I saw it quite close to when it came out. And it was oh, really? very okay. popular. So, and I, I quite like Four Weathers and a Funeral. That you know, that's another Richard Curtis one. Um, so I'm into those. So that's probably another reason why. Uh, again, I know there's a lot of people out there who uh, haters. Um, but for me, it just yeah, I quite enjoy them. Borderline guilty pleasure. I don't know. I'm not sure. But um, 
I can't believe that I forgot to mention Hugh Grant and Rowan Atkinson being in it as well, and you know, two other like big actors of that era. Um, Rowan Atkinson's, you know, a bit of like relief, isn't it? Like he's a bit of a goofy character in it. Yeah, um, that's right. So I quite like that scene. What you I know, will there's... say is, I, I, out of all the stories, I really enjoyed Colin Firth and uh, him trying to learn Portuguese. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, to be honest, I think that's probably one of the sweeter ones, isn't it? Because, you know, you've got sort of the story, like I said, there's the father and his son with the grief. You know, it's their love for each other as a stepfather and the son. And then you've got, like you said, the Portuguese woman that he meets after his wife's cheat, uh, his girlfriend's cheated on him. Girlfriend, wife, either. And then there's Alan Rittman and Emma Thompson, who are obviously their marriage is a little bit rocky. You know, there's all those different types of relationship problems going on that people have got to deal with. So, like I said, it covers a lot of areas. But, yeah, I think the Colin Firth one, that is really sweet, that one, isn't it? Because, like you said, he's it trying is. to learn language to, like, communicate. And he goes, that, that seems hilarious when he goes to meet her at the end. And um, I think the guy's going to, like, try and marry him off to the other sister. Yes, um, yes, so that's that quite is. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's quite funny with the subtitles. Um <laughs> Lewis, mate, do you want to? You got anything to say on this one? Or would you? You not a fan um, either? I mean, I'm a fan, but I don't see it as a rom com. I see it more as a Christmas film. But you know, that's because we've already discussed about it. Where yeah. it's like, it's a staple. I watch it at Christmas. I just do because it's always on fucking ITV two. Um, <laughs> bit, bit like um, it bit just like is. another one of the films coming up, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Funnily enough, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, but I will, I will say it. It is very funny. I do like the British comedy in it. The scene with um Hugh Grant dancing as the Prime Minister, you know, through number ten, yeah. is yeah. always still like an uplifting scene. Um, I think. I don't know. I think it. it I think it might be too cheesy for my liking. Yeah, I think it's just a bit too cheesy, but I still watch it, but only at Christmas, if that makes sense. That's fine, man. Like I said, I only watch it at Christmas, so there's nothing, you know, nothing wrong with that. Mm. I would never watch it like, like Tom said in the middle of summer. Um, yeah, but I just for me, I had to put it into this discussion, and I'm glad I did because it, you know, made us think about course, it differently, yeah. and it's different to yeah. the other choices we've had. So. Um, just out yeah. of interest, though. So, like, Tom said that the Portuguese is his favourite kind of, you know, storyline. What's yours? Um, I hadn't really thought about what my favourite was until Tom mentioned that. Um, mm. And like I said, it's difficult because they're different. They're completely different stories. Yeah. Um, I mean, I quite like, to be honest, I kind of like the father and someone where, like, I mean, the mum sadly passed off. And they're... Yeah. They're dealing with their grief in a different way, but I like the father and the son one because it's quite. It's just nice to see the, them bonding. It's quite yeah, cute. I can get that. And, and plus, then it's like, got a really uplifting ending with that. Yeah, and the son's trying to get the girl at school, isn't he? It's just really yeah. like it's just a really cute little story, I think, that brings them together. And then obviously Liam Neeson meets Claudia Schiffer at the end, which is pretty funny. Yes, yeah. he's going on <laughs> about her throughout. Um, yeah, so I hadn't really thought about favorite, but I do like that one. Um, and yeah, with, it's a good one with Tom again, like the 
the fact that, he, that Colin first learning a language to get with a woman's pretty, um, you know, he must really like her. <laughs> mm. um, my fun fact for this one that I found out was that Chris Marshall's character, who again, that's a real light relief part of it where he's going over to the States. Um, he returned his paycheck because he enjoyed the scene so much where he got to see like the American girls undress. He said, like, I'll just do it for free. Oh really? Like, yeah, I thought, I thought like yeah, I only found that out recently, but um, I thought that's just brilliant. Like, yeah, right. I mean, to be fair, so, what he probably only done like a day, a day of shooting. Yeah. So you know, each their own. But yeah, I probably would have done the same. <laughs> we'll give it to charity, one or the other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Moving on then. Um, Tom, do you want to hit us with your second choice? Yes, so my second choice is... God, I wish my life was a movie sometimes. You know, I'd never have to worry about my hair or having to go to the bathroom. And then, when I'm at my lowest point, some guy would chase me down the street, pour his heart out, and we'd kiss. Happily ever after. I mean, a horse and carriage? Come on, that is... Awesome. Not as awesome as this ambiguously upbeat pop song that has nothing to do with the plot. They put in at the end to try to convince you that you had a great time at this shitty movie. You know, why don't they ever make a movie about what happens after the big kiss? They do. It's called porn. Friends with Benefits. And the reason I chose Friends with Benefits, I guess, you know, I saw it at the cinema when it came out. And when I, when I saw it, I was actually on a date at the time. Um, so it kind of set it up for that kind of perfect romance idea that I have in my head but in terms of the film I just I just liked it because although it again it follows the standard rom-com formula in terms of the narrative it's a little bit different because usually Mm -hmm. it's boy meets girl and girl you know is kind of falling in love with the guy but here it really wasn't about love in the beginning and it does turn into a love story by the end but you know what I liked is that they just kept it plain sort of no strings attached we're not doing this lovey-dovey stuff because they had had heartbreak from the beginning of the movie and then throughout the film then they start to get feelings for each other and i just thought justin timberlake and mila kunis had really great chemistry um throughout the whole i thought it was you know hilarious i think they're both great comedy actors and again it was refreshing mila's character for that in usual rom-coms you know it is the it is the woman who stereotypically is kind of wanting that fantasy romance you know they want the guy they want that love story whereas mila she comes across as very sort of brash and you know she doesn't want that and she's just strictly wants to know strings attached then you find the softer side of her and justin at the end of the film what I what I liked about it too was that it had some great set pieces of New York. I think when I watched this movie, it just made me want to go to New York. It made me want to go to Grand Central Station. It made me want to go to Times Square, and it made me want to be in a flash mob. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah. I thought it was just I'm not a huge sort of crude humor guy, um, but I thought this one did it really well. I thought it was a good mix of kind of almost pushing the boundaries in sort of raunchy comedy, um, but also keeping in in keeping with like a a nice, sweet rom-com theme. Yeah, I'll I'll weigh in on Friends with Benefits. Um, It's 10 years old, by the way. 
which is crazy because it doesn't feel like that long ago. And I did see this one at the cinema and I think I might have seen it a couple of times since as well. Um, and it's good news because I like it. That's good. We agree on something. Yeah. Um, it's got a 6.5 again on IMDb and a 63 on Metacritic. So it's another like rom-com that's got a decent rating, to be honest. Yeah, it does. Um, and I I do hear quite a lot of times when I speak to people, they say that they really like this as a rom-com. It's quite a lot of people's favourites, I think, especially our generation. Yeah. Mm. Um, and part of the reason I enjoy it, to be honest, is Justin Timberlake, because I, I think he's a good actor. Um, I've seen a few films of him that I've really enjoyed his work. Um, he was in In Time. That was, we'll, let it, we'll let that one slide. I didn't really like that one. But <laughs> I think in, a, in this role, I thought he was um, good. And I think Mila Kunis was a good uh, counterpart. Um, and another character I really enjoy in it, even though he's, it's, it's a smaller role for him, really, is Woody Harrelson. Yes, yeah. His little, right. his little yeah. parts that pop up are quite, um, quite a, you know, like a side bit of fun, fun bit on the side. There we go. And then there's that scene, isn't there? Is it when, um, is it like closing time when he's singing that? The, yes, um, that it, yeah, yeah. So I love yeah. that song. And again, yeah, when, a great I, when song. I heard it, yeah, I was like, wow, um, this, this movie has everything. Did you, did you know that song before? Um, I did. Yeah, 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 same here. So, like, when I saw that, because I loved the song, and I know it's a little bit cheesy, but it works. It works with the, um, you know, the way they've set it up. And um, I loved that. So, like, I was buzzing when I heard that song, like, being put into the, um, because at the time I saw it, I didn't know it was as popular as it really was. I think it's kind of like a, maybe a cult following that song. Mm. And, um, yeah, so having that in it was great. Um, Again, I know it's a bit boring, but it's been a long time since I've seen it last. So I think I'm going to have to add that to the list as well. Um, <laughs> so, this is, so you can spend your whole Valentine's Day just watching rom-coms. I own all three of these. So, um, yeah, they could, that could potentially happen. At the moment, they're all at my parents. So I've been like, every time a film uh. pops up, I'm like, Dad, can you... Um, can you root this out for me and i've been sending in like a massive list and they're still sorting everything out so uh but yeah i might have to get on to him again <laughs> um for the it's a good entry into the genre and like tom said as well which i can also agree with is um it's sort of got like a little bit of uh raunchiness in it but it's not too much in your face over the top so um yeah i think you could say it's tastefully done i suppose yeah yeah that's right I know he's done a new film, Palmer, for Apple, but I do like, I do want to see Justin Timberlake do more films because I think he's he's definitely multi-talented. Like He's a good singer and he's a good actor. So what about you, Lewis? So, yeah, I've not seen this film for a long time as well. Um, but I think, I think, I'm sure one of you two mentioned that it's very relatable. And I think you hit the nail on the head right there where this film is just like, you're not used to seeing a film that kind of starts off with just, you know, fuck buddies. <laughs> you just kind of find yourself just not being awkward, kind of just laying back in your seat and just enjoying it. The jokes are funny. The love story's good, but it's not sweet. It's not overly sweet like, say, Love Actually. 
but I would say it's also not discussed in like the film I'm going to discuss about. Do you know what I mean? It's very balanced. Yeah, I think so too. I think yeah, it kind of goes straight through the middle. But it has, like、mm. I said, it has that great mix between sort of raunchy, just pushing the boundaries a little bit, and keeping it、yeah. very sweet. Yeah, it pushes the boundaries to the point where you know both parties can enjoy it.、Mm. You know, it isn't like, say, for example, a cum joke where the man's just going to enjoy it, <laughs> yes. and the woman would be like, "What? What? What's so funny about that? It's cum." Yeah, and funny yeah, enough, <laughs> annoyingly, right? Just me speaking about cum. This is what, what happens in this podcast when it's a Valentine special.、Um, <laughs> uh, I suddenly just thought of a really good like. Romantic comedy that none of us picked. Have you guys seen? There's something about Mary. <laughs> I、yeah. have. Yes, I, I like. I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not picking that film, but I just want to like chuck it in there. But like, such a good film. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. But yeah, no. This film is, you know, another good pick. Yeah, spot on. I, I, I've said、uh, how much I,、uh, I enjoy this one, and it's definitely. It's not one I'd watch over and over, but like I'd come back to. Down the years, you know, it's a good one、mm. to own for a collector, I think personally. So, shall we move on to speaking of disgusting ones? Ah, but um, I do. It's、um, not even that I, bad. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you watch it now, it's probably not. But、no. at the time, it was like I. I think I'll get onto what I'm going to say about this one because I don't want to like、All、steal、right. your thunder or anything. No, 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 but um. Yeah, Lewis, take it away, mate. So yeah, this the film. My second pick is、um, a Judd Apatow directed flick. So you know it's very raunchy and very comedy,、um, but it's knocked up. So I have something that I really need to tell you. Is kind of why I called you. <laughs> Here it goes.、Um, I'm pregnant. Fuck off. What? What? I'm pregnant. With emotion. With a baby. You're the father. I'm the father. Yes. How the fuck did this happen? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I thought you were wearing a condom. No. What? I wasn't. Why not? And I would say everyone's seen Knocked Up, right? You two've seen Knocked Up. I've seen it many、yes. times. Yes. Many times. Many times. Yeah. So already that's good because you know, if you've seen it many a times, you must enjoy it. I would say this is probably the most realistic romantic comedy. <laughs> It basically involves, you know, a down and out、um, character played by Seth Rogen. You know, he's got his life; his life's just shit. You know, he's smoking <laughs> weed. You know, he's hanging out with his friends.、Uh, if that's what you do, then that's great. You know, but with him, you know, he's borrowing money and he's he's just like an average Joe.、Um, and you know, one nightclub, he just happens to bump into a gorgeous Catherine Hegel. Let's be honest; we all probably watched this film. Falling in love with her just a little bit. Am I right?、Mm, maybe. Maybe. Oh, you two are so bad at lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, Catherine Heigl, you know, plays、um, the love interest, and they just get drunk and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they get drunk, fuck, and then then you know, they find out that she's pregnant. And it's all about kind of them molding their relationship、um, to a successful happy ending. Let's be honest. But 
the reason I like this film, and I say it's most realistic, there's that scene where, you know, she's telling him that he's pregnant. She's like, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. And straight away, he just goes, fuck off. <laughs> like, how weird is that to see in a romantic <laughs> comedy? Because it is. It's very romantic. But it's also got very, very crude jokes to the point where you can take, you know, we talk about Valentine's, but there's some people out there that don't do Valentine's or don't like Valentine's or don't have Valentine's. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is a film that you can actually probably watch with your mate, whether a boy, girl, you can watch it as a mate. Maybe not your family, but each their own. Um, or you can watch it with your girlfriend and boyfriend. I guarantee your girlfriend or your boyfriend just be laughing as well. I think there's jokes in there for a range of people, maybe not people who like raunchy comedies, but, you know, fuck them. <laughs> a lot of swear I words think... in there, but it's all good. What, it knocked up? No, from, right, you, it... from you. <laughs> well, I think there needs to be, because this film has a lot of swear words in it. I think, it does, is, it does. One of the, is it one of the most... It's definitely one of the films with probably the most F-words I can think of. Maybe. But that's all because Judd Abato, he's um, very famous for doing like his ad-lib scenes where he just lets the you know yeah. actors improvise. Hence yeah, why fair. his films are always like two hours and a half long. <laughs> but it's just so... I just, I just think this film's probably the most realistic rom-com. Just because it's like, it can just happen. You know, you you have sex with someone, maybe out of your league, maybe the same league as you, maybe under your league. One thing leads to another. You got a baby coming, and you're you speaking know, from got... experience. No, no, God, Tuckwood, no. There's no little <laughs> Lewis's around. I cannot deal with that. Um, One's bad enough at the moment. Yeah, exactly. It's not that. Um, but it's all kind of you know you get there's scenes where they're beating the families. You know, Paul Rudd's in it, and Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen have such brilliant chemistry. Um, the director's wife, Leslie Mann, again, just the, the chemistry of all around, including the friends, you know, uh, Jonah Hill's in it, all the normal gang. Yeah. And it's just so brilliant. I just can't describe how brilliant this film is. And also, the director's kids steal the show. They're, you know, they're his real kids, and they're like, what, three and five years old? And they're kind of improvising. And um, if you watch special features on the DVD or Blu-ray, um, the dad, who's, you know, Judd Apatow, is yelling behind the scenes, like, say cockwomble or yeah, say this, it's funny. Do you know what I mean? Wow. And I think, yeah, it's, it's just such an entertaining film. But, you know, I think I've talked about it enough now. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Who, who, um... <laughs> who would like to talk about it? I'll let you two fight amongst yourself. Tom. Uh, okay, I'll go. Um, no, I actually really like Knocked Up. I, I'm not a huge fan of movies where there's loads of swearing and it's too raunchy. No, you're not. Because um, I think it kind of it it goes over the mark, and to me, it's not funny. Um, but no, I really liked Knocked Up, and I've seen it so many times. Uh, I think there's so many great comedy actors in there, and and loads of different actors uh, who are part of like a rom com franchise. You know, I suppose people. People would know Catherine Heigl. She became, she went in loads of different rom-coms after Knocked Up. Uh, Leslie Mann and, you know, Jason Segal. And 
I think even Mendes is even in this movie as well. Um, is she really? I remember. No, is she? Oh, hang on. Now you got me thinking. Because there's a lot of cameos in here. I remember. I know that Je- Jessica Alba is in this film as well. Um, is she? Yeah. That I, I, Are you I sure? I'm sure. I'm. That I think they play like news news presenters. From what I remember, I've seen this film loads of times. And right. <laughs> so. Do you know, what? I've seen this film. Because I have a genuine, conf- I think you're getting confused with another Judd Apatow film. <laughs> I think I it's this one. It. I've seen this film a hell of a lot, but yeah. I realised I saw it a lot in a small period. If you know what I mean. So yeah. I, I reckon it's, it's another one I've probably not seen for a good decade, I mean, even though it's on you... telly all the time. Listen, there's a cameo by Alan Tudyk. Um, You'll know him. He does a lot of voiceover yeah. work for Disney. Oh yeah, now. he um, plays. Yeah, I know who he plays. So I you've just... got Kristen Wiig, Bill Hader, Ken Jeong. Obviously, this is his yeah, first yeah. film. Craig yeah. Robinson's in it as well. Yeah. Paul Feig, the director. Stormy Daniels, the one that Trump had it off with. <laughs> Jessica Alba is. She plays herself. James Franco's uncredited in it. Oh, Eva shit. Mendes oh. is uncredited as herself. See, yeah, You're right. You. Yes. That, Are you on a, there's shepherd. a scene when they're on the red carpet. Yes. Yeah. I remember. Oh, yes. How can, how can you choose this as your favourite rom-com? You don't even know who's in it. No, I completely forgot like the bit where she's standing outside, isn't she? The red carpet. And she's, I can't remember who she's talking to. I'm just going to use Jessica Alba as an example. And she's going, let me get an interview with you. And Jessica Alba's like, nah. And then go, fuck you, Jessica Alba. Come here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So again, you know, going back here, yeah, there's, Sorry, some yeah, really, there's some really great talented comedy actors in here, and uh, mm. yeah, I I liked it. Like Lewis said, it, it's I guess it's very relatable. Um, it's very realistic. I think you know, if this was a situation to happen to people, a typical rom com would approach it as if it was, I suppose, like rainbows and sunshine that you you're having a baby. But this is really kind of grounded in a bit more. On the other side of it, thinking, oh my god, you know, maybe I, maybe I don't want this baby. My, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Um, you know, is this is this the perfect life that I wanted? Not, you know, from I suppose Catherine Heigl's character. She's just slept with somebody who she thought she was above. Mm. You know what I mean? So it does That's present those, yeah. those two sides. And I think, I said, yeah, I think it's a very realistic uh, point of view of how this situation would happen, as well as just being. You know, very crude and and funny. Yeah, no, I like this. I like Knocked Up. But again, I I think I've seen it so many times, and it's on ITV two so many times. <laughs> um, maybe I've just watched it loads. You know what? I haven't seen it for ages. That I'm really wanting to watch it. Is it available anywhere? <laughs> it's one of those films. When I see on ITV two, I think you know, it's always on ITV two. Mm. I won't watch it tonight because I've seen it. I only saw it a couple of months ago, and it'll be on again. Yeah, but now it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. typical though. Like whenever there's something on all the time, and then you actually want to watch it, yeah. it fucking disappears. Um, it's like you just got to pay think, whatever to order it. But I'm sure, isn't this the movie that there was a lot of controversy? <laughs> was it about? Didn't Catherine Heigl slate this film after it came out? No, I don't think so. Not sure. I think so. I, I think know she kind of got blacklisted from Hollywood because of comments that she said, and I'm sure it's about knocked up. And that's why you don't tend to see her in much anymore. I'm sure she said a lot of bad stuff about this film after it came out. And then I remember reading it. And that's why she doesn't really get hired anymore. 
See, I thought she's had nothing but good things to say about this. I thought this was more of a rise to fame film because like, it was. she's been in yeah. a few other things after. But yeah, she did disappear like sort of. Um, does anyone want to hear my thoughts on this film? Were you not bothered? Yes, go ahead. I'm kidding. Um, I, I do like this film. Um, and my little fun fact I'll speak of and then I'll, get, uh, I'll come back on to knocked up but is actually originally going to be a follow-up to the 40 year old virgin you know what I think, I did, yeah yeah i didn't know that until recently but um yeah so seth rogan i believe it was one of the first films i'd seen him in was 40 year old virgin and then knocked up was like his first lead role that's so it was his, that was his rise to fame as well really wasn't it and, and that's another good that's a great rom-com again it's like you know Mm. They're in the genre, but they're completely like different to what you would normally get from a rom-com. So it's quite refreshing at the time. Um, but two films I've seen loads since as well. Like I said, I've not seen Knocked Up for a, a long time, despite being t- on uh, TV quite a lot. So, um, yeah, I definitely need another revisit. So add that to the list. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoy it. It's a good two hours in it as well for like so it's quite like it's quite long for a rom com if I remember rightly or I could be wrong. It's yeah, it is very long. Yeah, um, doesn't feel it like it though. But what else surprised me as well when I looked was that it's um well, it's a six point nine on IMDb, which again is a decent rating for uh, rom com. That's surprising. I thought that'd be higher. Yeah, but this is surprising for me because Metacritic eighty five. Yeah, see that, that doesn't is, surprise me. That's that, for a comedy. I, I think that's that's very high. Um, but like, I'm I'm happy with that. Like, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I just personally wouldn't expect it from like a Judd Apatow. Like, I mean, he's done a few other decent ones along the way, hasn't he? Um, I don't think but, he's ever done a bad. Fi- I'm looking through his filmography uh, now, but um. Another recent one that he, uh, that he was involved in, he produced, was The King of Staten Island. He also directed it as well. Which apparently. was good. He directed it. Well, thanks yeah. for that. But, um, I've never seen it. Is it good? Yeah, it's worth a watch. I watched it uh, just before Christmas, I think, and I wasn't yeah. sure what to expect from it, but I quite enjoyed it. But oh. yeah, he obviously like did super bad, didn't he, as well? I loved that one. Um, Pineapple Express, he was involved on that. That's another good one with Seth Rogen, and like all the usual suspects pop up in that. I oh, know, uh, I'm thinking of this is the end. That's where they all pop yeah, up. They all have, right. yeah. they all have cameos. But, don't again, they? that was produced by him, wasn't it? It's all like Apatow's gang. But, um, when I first watched Knocked Up, it was another one I remember being like in stitches of a few of the scenes in it. Um, it's just, yeah, hilarious. I mean, I was a 15 year old, you know. So yeah. it definitely appealed to me at the time. Um, I know you're saying you don't watch it with your parents, but I'm pretty sure I watched it with my dad at some point. But <laughs> I, um, you know, my dad's right. like he's what? quite laid back yeah, exactly. that, so um, it doesn't doesn't really phase me. It's yeah. a good pick, Lewis. I think for this yeah. again, mate, and it's I'll like take... different as well, you know. So um, um, I'll take that. Yeah. Well, just going back to what Tom was talking about the interview uh, from Catherine Argyle. Yeah, Tom, you're right. I just read it. I told you. I knew. I knew she said. Yeah, that. I I thought you meant like when the film released, she'd done a bad interview, but she's done a bad interview recently, where she's um, slated the film because she found it sexist. 
apparently like the women right. weren't funny in that film, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure they were funny. But I laughed at like Leslie Mann and herself. Um, did you also see this is forty as well? The the um, spin-off. I did. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think I, of that? I think it's funny, but it's not as crude as Knocked Up, and I yeah. also do think it's a bit long. It's like two and yeah. a half hours. It's not as you good. Know. I'll tell you what's banging on that is the soundtrack mm. to This Is 40 is really good. Yeah, um, it is, yeah. But, but yeah, I, I, I think... don't see This Is 40 as a rom-com. I see it as like a a midlife comedy. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it's I think like, good it doesn't job. really focus about romance. It focuses about like, if you've got, if you're knocked up, which focuses about romance, what happens after the romance? Yeah. And that's This Is 40. yeah. I don't think it really has the same... It definitely doesn't have the same feel to it mm-hmm. um, as Knocked Up either, I don't think. Like, I know it's probably a few, fair few years after, so it just didn't feel quite the same. But it's still... It's, it's, it's yeah. an okay movie. Like, it's just okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think all his films are good, but you just sometimes need to maybe just shorten the time. Yeah, that's fair. Right, so moving on to my final pick. It's that time already. Um... <laughs> It's a Dennis Dugan directed film, so everyone's gonna straight away go, "Oh fucking hell!" <laughs> um, and it also stars everyone's favorite actor as well, and that's Adam Sandler. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the lowest rated one, definitely on Metacritic, because it's only got 33. Ooh, the fuck oh. have you picked? Is it? I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. <laughs> oh, don't don't diss that because I like that. But it's not really <laughs> not really a rom com, is it? But um. Well, technically, it could be. Um, it is. No, I would say it is. Yeah. Um, I've got to be honest, I've got a soft spot for some Adam Sandler's. I mean, some of his older ones. This, To be honest, my pick here, which came out in 2011, was probably the last one I really enjoyed out of his, um, out of his comedy movies. Interesting. Um, 6.4 on IMDb, so that's not actually that bad, really. Um, you know what I love? <laughs> How you just do everything for everybody else and you never expect anything back. In fact, when I say thank you, I don't know, do you hear that or not? <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> and I love, uh, I just love. You're the only person I've never lied to in my life. I swear to God. I just trust you more than anybody in the world. You know every secret about me. love this smile. That smile is the magic. When I'm in the operating room, all, all I think about is, all right, 20 more minutes, I get to see the smile. It's just like, it's, it starts my day, that smile. And that's just go with it. Um, so yeah, 10 years old. I can't believe it's 10 years ago. I Isn't it? Hey. Isn't it strange how we've all picked one film from 2011? Yeah. That is strange. Oh, yeah. Fair. I don't like it. <laughs> I feel like the world is closing in on me. Uh, yes. <laughs> this one, I picked Love Actually as like one of my rom-coms I really enjoyed. And I don't think it... I know it's cheesy, but I don't think I put it under guilty pleasure because I think there's quite a big following for it, obviously. But yeah. just go with it. It's more of a like going down the guilty pleasure route. Like I said, Adam Sandler's the lead role, um, and Dennis Dugan's directed it. And known for a lot of the, you know, he's done a few of the bad, the really bad ones that Sandler's done over the years. It, this one does follow like a sort of similar formula to others. 
he's a bit of a he's a bit of a lad in here at the start, I think, like because he mm-hmm. sort of has a fling with um Brooklyn Decker, her character, Palmer. Yes. And um you know, he goes away on it's a good to be honest, I think it's quite it's just a bit of fun really. Like, you know, he goes on the trip to Hawaii and invites along his colleague to pretend to be his um wife, his ex wife. So and like they take the kids along as well and they you know, they're setting up this like ruse, aren't they? Um Nicole Kidman pops up in it as well. It's a it's a role that I've not really seen her play. She's like like an evil old friend, isn't she, of um Jennifer Aniston's. And um it's the setting as well for me. I mean it's in Hawaii. Um I really love the look of it. I know you've been there, Tom. Um, I'm not sure if you went to the. Did you go to the same part? Oh yeah, so we went to the yeah the same island that just goes it nice. goes it was filmed yeah, yeah. Maui. Yeah, I think uh, like it just it looks great. It looks like a nice setting for a rom com. Um, it's not like laugh out loud funny, but it's just it's such it's a film for me that I can just if I'm just chilling out I can just go like I just put that on you know. Um, I've seen it many times. It's one. It's definitely one film I put on when I'm like ill or something. I'm not sure because it's just familiar and it's nice to watch those films. Something you haven't got to think about, you know, like a dumb to down movie. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston, like, believe it or not, I think they make quite a good pair on this. You know, Jennifer Aniston's obviously no stranger to the rom com genre. That's pretty much all she does, isn't it? But why not? If you like your rom coms. I recommend it. And I know, Tom, you're a fan of this one? I am a big fan of this one. I think this is one of my favourite Adam Sandler films. Um, because he's done so many films and there's a lot of duds. Um, he's had a few few good ones too, and I think this is definitely up there. Uh, yeah. like, like you said, Rich, it's just, you know, the setting is great. Um, you know, Hawaii just... The place itself is romantic. You don't even have to go there to know that it's probably going to be somewhere that is just full of romance and, you know, adventure. I like the cast in this film. And I, what I really like about this type of movie and when I look at other rom-coms I like, I like that setup where um, there's almost like four main characters, you know what I mean? So we have Adam Sandler, we have Jennifer Aniston, we've got Brooklyn Decker. And then we've got that. And it's almost like the two main characters and they all bring a friend each. Um, and you know, the, one of the friends ends up being weird. I, I don't know who the actor's name is, but uh, you know who I mean, Rich. He's yeah, like, really, I know He's a bit strange. And it yeah. kind of reminds me of, have you seen that other rom-com, What Happens in Vegas? And it's almost mm. the kind of same setup there. It's like, you know, the two main characters and then they have their friends, uh, but the two main characters don't really like each other, but then they end up falling in love. And I like that formula. And it's the same here in Just Go With It. Um, yeah. yeah, I think... Adam Sandler, Jennifer Anderson have great chemistry. Um, you know, Brooklyn Decker, she's obviously really beautiful. I met her when I was in LA too, and she was nice oh, then. I don't know cool. if she's been in, in been in too much recently. Um, but yeah, I, I just like it. It's funny. I like that scene before they go to Chuck E. Cheese, before they go to Hawaii. Um, and it's, you know, they're all around, and it's just, I think they're walking into Chuck E. Cheese, and it's like a slow-mo of the family um and then there's i think there's a little kid running in front of them and like a a woman chasing her kid 
Yeah, um, and the, the drinks going everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that, hilarious. That scene made me laugh yeah, a lot. I do like um, that scene. Yeah, I just think it has, you know, like you said, it doesn't have loads of laugh out loud moments, but it, you know, it does have a few, it does have a few funny parts. And, you know, when I think of films like this, you know, and there's another one that Adam Sandler did that blended. Um, I like that one too, again, because it's, I don't know, just going abroad and um, just kind of falling in love, I guess, that rom-com yeah, of um... going to a different country. Yeah, I've seen Blended only the once, so I think maybe give it another go at some point. Um, and I, uh, to be honest, I know, again, not everyone's a fan, but I'd still love to do an Adam Sandler episode just to compare what we like, what we don't like out of his work over the years, because he has done some decent ones. But like you said, he's done some absolute crap as well. And he knows yeah. it, like, you know, but um, Jack and Jill. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean... Um, I think, yeah, I, what you said there, like, Tom, I, I can obviously agree with. Um, we've spoke about this one a lot over the years, I think. Um, and it is a, it's probably one of his better ones, to be honest. Like, like, when you line them up, I've already mentioned it follows the same formula, but that's not always a bad thing. Like, familiarity, sometimes you, you want that. You know, no, you and, and always want something different. Exactly, and that's what, you know, when we you don't want anything which is too inventive in this genre. When people want to watch a, a rom-com, they want what a rom-com is, you know? They want that standard formula. There's, there doesn't have to be anything too intelligent about it or different. That's it. It's heartwarming. Like, this yeah. one for me, like, I watch it and, I, and it genuinely makes me go, ah, you know, I, 90 minutes there, I can just relax and not think about anything else, just this dumb kind of movie, really, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just made me think of a really weird scene in it when he's got the the coconut scene, is all I'll say. You know what I'm <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> so there's still some like really odd bits in it, but um, nah, I do enjoy this one, and that's why I picked it for this rom-com episode. Um, Lewis, you uh, haven't seen this one, but would you give it a go? Uh, I don't think I will. Oh, Why God. not? Come on. We haven't convinced you. No, I know, and I feel bad, but, well, I don't. But <laughs> I just, it just, I don't know. No, I, I can't put why I don't fancy watching it. I just don't fancy watching it. it maybe it's because Adam Sandler's actually done some really good rom-coms in his past. Oh, maybe that's why I should watch it. Because it is on Netflix. Oh, my God. Yeah, just so watch like, it. I'm, hey, you could have uh, watched it by now. The Matt, you're going on about it. <laughs> I know, but, <laughs> like, when you mentioned Adam Sandler, because I'll be honest, Rich, I forgot what you messaged. I was like, I did go to myself, what was Rich's second choice? And you mentioned Adam Sandler, and I went, oh, has he picked the Wedding Crashers? Not Wedding Crashers, um, the Wedding Singer. Oh, and that's a good rom-com. And then... I went, no, he didn't, he didn't pick the wedding singer. And then I went, did he pick 50 first dates? Do you know what I mean? I went through they're a list all, of Adam Sandler. They're all like okay films, to be fair. Like That's what I mean. So is, is, where would you put Just Go With It out of those three? Like, people are say I'm crazy, but I don't give a crap. And right. I would probably say that like, I still, I, this is one I watch more than 50. I like 50 first dates. Yeah. And again, that's something different. Yeah. So, um, and that's set in Hawaii as well, obviously. 
Um, yeah, I don't yeah. like it as much as just go over. I don't think like because, like I said, just go over. You don't have to like. It's just so it's it's very easy to watch. Fifty first date. Yeah. So though it's a comedy, it still deals with quite a sort of serious subject with her memory loss, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, and then um, wedding singer. I've do you know I've only seen that once. Um, long time ago, but yeah. I do like it. It is a good film, but um, yeah, I, again, I think I own all of these, so there are ones maybe I do I'll like, watch. but just go with it. It's just like I said, yeah. I wanted to pick it because it's a guilty pleasure, I've got a real soft spot for it, mm. and that's why, yeah, I try not to get any puns in with just go with it. I've been trying to avoid it like the whole time. <laughs> And I've managed to do so up until just, now. Just say one. Just say one. To close just, out. No, I literally was just like, if I want to, I'll just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know, but... Um, no, yeah, maybe I, I'll watch I, I think I think you should give it a go, mate. Like, when you're just chilling out, like, not when... When you don't want to concentrate, put this on. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, maybe. Right. I've got, well, so, got all the time in the world, so yeah. <laughs> right, I'm just going to go... Before we leave, I'm just going to go through a couple of... on the, on. The, Honourable mentions of mine. Um, so I was nearly picked 500 Days of Summer with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Really like that one. Yeah, I really like it guys? too. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like that one. Um, and I almost picked... Uh, the, well, I didn't almost pick it, but there was another one I thought about was Love, Simon. Have you, have you guys seen that? Yes, I Simon. like that one too. That's something um, different again. I think that was a real... Like, it only came out a few years ago, but it was a real like refresh of the genre. I think it was really relevant to like you know present day. There's obviously other guilty pleasures down the road, and I think we'll probably touch on it again. The Ten things I hate about you—that's a good um, rom-com. Yeah, that's a good one too. Ever seen it? What about you guys? Any that you nearly picked? Lewis, you Lewis? Go? Uh, you go first, Tom. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, there's a you know I could have chosen in every rom-com that I've seen. Um, I think the ones at the top of my head, which it could have been ones to discuss today, I love, as you know, I'm, I'm a big J-Lo fan. I love J-Lo. Um, and I think one of my favorite movies of her is Monster-in-Law. It doesn't have the best Crap. reviews. I knew, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have the best reviews, but I don't know. I just, there's a few funny moments in there and, you know, some friends of mine have seen it and we quote it to each other. I think Wanda Sykes is really probably the funniest part of Monster-in-Law. Um, another one I love is have you guys seen She's All That? Nope, yeah, I have. Yeah, um, just the once a oh, while yeah. ago. I know it's getting boring, but I, you know, I've like I've seen so many films, but there's some I've seen years ago, and that was one of them. But yeah, yeah, I, I like She's All That too. I think that was you know, maybe one of the first rom coms back in the 90s. Um, that's really kind of set up. Or the subsequent um, rom This probably doesn't qualify, and it probably would come under more teen movie. But John must, uh, John Tucker must die. Yeah, mm. yeah that's a good one too. Sort like of, a, you, I think you could, you could I, kind of squeeze it in there loosely as a rom com. I think because this, you know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, loosely, very yeah. loosely. Guess more recently, uh, Crazy Rich Asians. I really enjoyed that one too. Nice, nice. What about you, uh, Lewis? So I, 
obviously I don't watch many rom-coms, so I had to do a quick Google of like, right, let's just see a list of rom-coms. So like a few that I'm uh, a fan of, I really like there's something about Mary as mentioned earlier. Yep. Um, forgetting about forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's another really good realistic kind of rom-com. I really like the wedding singer. Um, I remember watching that like on videotape and just really just thinking it was just really funny. Um, Bridget Jones Diary, you know, you, we mentioned Love Action. Yeah, Richard forgot Curtis. about that one. Yeah, Bridget Jones Diary. Yeah, I like Bridget Jones. Ones. The first, the first one, and then the, the other one, two yeah. aren't. The other two aren't like that great, they, are they? But yeah, yeah, they just exist. Uh, but the first one's very realistic, probably from a female's perspective. You know. Um, yeah, fair. Something not quite, that I'm a female, some, but well, it, it, I, I agree. <laughs> something <laughs> quite more recent, um, starring Seth Rogen again, but with Charlie Seron, Long Shot. I don't know whether or not you two. Oh saw yeah, it. that was um, that was okay. Yeah, I saw that in the cinema actually. Um, yeah, yeah that I think okay. that was just a very sweet kind of, you know, probably maybe a bit more comedy than um romance. Um, but yeah, I really liked that. Uh, there was another one that I'm just trying to find now because I went, oh yeah, I quite like that. There's so many out there, and I mean, it's definitely something I think we should uh, potentially revisit maybe next Valentine's Day. You know, mm, um, definitely the 40 year old virgin. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah, so it's many. definitely there's so many, and you know, with Netflix, Netflix are churning them out like no tomorrow. Definitely. So that brings us to the end of our Valentine's special. It's been good fun, as always, talking about movies, like one of our favourite pastimes, isn't it? Um, Can't get enough of it. Everyone knows that whenever they meet up with me, we're probably going to talk about movies at one point or another. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thanks again for coming on, Tom. No, thank uh, you for having me. uh, No, of course, any time. I was looking forward to this one. I was looking forward to this one. I know, I was just going to say... it was on your list of to-dos, wasn't it, for podcast episodes, so it's good to get you on for it. Um, pleasure as always, Lewis. Pleasure. We'll be putting out a review show after this one, and then keep an eye out on our like, social media for what we're going to do next. So thanks again for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Touch me in the pouring rain And the moment that you wander apart from me I want to feel you in my arms again